Welcome to the PNI Minute, a bite-sized take on the brain from the doctors at Pacific Neuroscience Institute. I'm Jean-Philippe Langevin, and I am the Director of Restorative Neurosurgery at the Pacific Neuroscience Institute. My expertise is to treat neurological and psychiatric disorders, such as Parkinson's disease, essential tremor, dystonia, and obsessive-compulsive disorder. If, if you feel like the medication is not quite enough uh, to help you out and get you through the day, in terms of your activity of daily living, your hobbies, or your job, to the point where you're thinking about stopping those activities, that's when you should consider uh, DBS. So the way we do uh, DBS surgery at Pacific Neuroscience Institute is that we use a frameless system that allows us to do the surgery with the same precision as a frame-based uh, system without having to lock in the head of the patient and immobilize them during the surgery. What it means for the patient is that we've broken down the surgery into three steps. The first step uh, is done in the clinic environment where the patient comes into our offices and then we place uh, uh, four tiny markers uh, on the skull. And so that procedure is done under numbing medication or local anesthesia. And we place uh, four markers and then the skin is closed on top of the markers so that you don't see anything from the outside. Uh, so that step basically sets the stage for what's to come or the next surgery. So those markers are acting as a reference and as an anchor for that frameless custom-made device. So while you're at home uh, waiting for the surgery, we actually are planning the entire uh, procedure. You know, So we have all the scans, the MRI and the CT scans of the patient's uh, head with the markers as a reference. And then we plan exactly where we want the electrode to go from where they start, where they end. And uh, essentially a uh, custom-made mini frame uh, gets 3D printed. Uh, and that frame has four legs. Uh, where each leg is going to be attached to one of the anchor that we place on the skull. And so on the day of the surgery, uh, the main surgery, then uh, the patient comes into the operating room. Uh, the anesthesiologist um, uh, basically gives them the medication so that you're asleep and comfortable. And then we uh, reopen the four uh, spots uh, to expose the markers. And then we attach uh, that custom-made piece and it gets uh, anchored onto the four pieces. And so the important thing here is that the precision is preserved uh, in that once it's bolted in place, it guides the two electrodes directly on the intended tra trajectory on the target. Uh, however, the patient head is not immobilized. Uh, and so that, that is important because during the surgery, once the electrodes are in place, we want the patient to emerge from anesthesia for a brief period of time so that we can test out the electrode and make sure that they're in the right spot, uh, that we're gonna be able to use the uh, electrical current without causing any side effects. And so during that time, it's nice to have the patient uh, comfortable, that they don't have any neck pain when they're awake. Uh, otherwise, the anesthesiologist will have to give more medication that can cloud you know, their uh, experience and cloud how they feel, basically, or telling us how they feel with the examination. Uh, so that's for the main surgery, uh, that step takes approximately four to five hours uh, just to make sure that the electrodes are in the right spot and uh, that they are anchored uh, properly. And then um, once we're happy, all the electrodes are uh, tunneled and inserted under the scalp uh, so there's nothing visible on the outside. And the four markers are removed at that time as well. Um, and the patient gets admitted uh, to the hospital. Uh, 
And the reason for the admission is uh, twofold to make sure that they're doing well. Uh, we obtain additional scan uh, to confirm that the electrodes are right on track, right on spot. And uh, the other thing is we want to make sure that the pain is well controlled and the patients are able to get up around, return to their normal um, activity. Uh, so that's for the main surgery. And then a week later, uh, the patient returns uh, to have the placement of the pulse generator. So that's basically the tiny computer that uh, will send the electrical pulse to the electrode. And uh, so that gets inserted under the collarbone, uh, typically on the right side. And uh, there's a connecting wire uh, that attaches from the electrode to the pulse generator. And so that step is an outpatient procedure, meaning that you come into the hospital to get your procedure done, you go home the same day. Uh, it's done under a general anesthesia, so there's, uh, it's a really comfortable procedure. Um, and as well as it's uh, low risk, you know, because uh, this time it's not uh, uh, inside the skull or on the brain. The uh, one question that patients oftentimes ask me is, uh, any of those connecting wires or generator or electrodes visible from the outside and so the answer is that uh, no so all the components are hidden under the skin uh, so there's nothing visible uh, outside the patient but our greatest reward is is to see the the improvement uh, that we make on patient in other surgical procedures that we do we, we see uh, a, an immediate effect or an effect you know on strength or things like that with dbs it's uh it's, I feel like it's almost more personal uh, in a way because uh, not only are we affecting the function of the patient, but directly their quality of life. This has been a PNI Minute from the Think Neuro podcast. For more about Pacific Neuroscience Institute, please visit pacificneuro.org.